This is the Man's Man Film Review. And now your hosts, Tom and Joe. So scary. Should that be a sick Joe? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I'm going to apologize in, in advance because I'm going to be coughing throughout this entire show. I think that the Joe Sick part. Show is our most popular show. Yeah, Joe's right. Joe's like on a coughing fit and just like loses it. Everybody's probably like, is he dying? I work overtime to like make Joe laugh on these. So he's like, <laughs> It's, it's the best. It will happen. Yes, that's that's my goal of the show. Oh yes, it will happen. So we have like a lot of stuff going on, Joe. We do. We've well, we're, we're I haven't we seen that much. We should probably start with well, what the you big, have seen. Should we, start, should we do should we with start, the big one or save the big one? Should we start the big news, like like the, the Disney news and stuff? I guess. Yeah, let's go there. So Disney has purchased 20th Century Fox. Yes. What do you think? If we get the original Star Wars trilogy, you know, the uncut versions. Yeah. That'd be great. I was thinking we were going to... Pre-special edition. You don't think I, that was going to happen anyways? No, because the, they can't. So Cause back so back in the day, it I was... I know when they bought it, but they... They bought it, but Fox still owned the rights to the original Star Wars. So no matter what, you would never get that. So they so couldn't they wouldn't come out with the, it? I a mean, complete... No. I figured Disney would throw so much cash at them that they cope. But that's the thing. Now that they made this merger, you know, but it's, did they it's get, impossible. But do they get the originals? I doubted that question. Because who knows? That, didn't, yeah. Isn't Lucas trying to say There's that? the question of the day. Didn't Lucas try and say some bullshit like they're gone? They're gone? They, yeah, after he touched the special edition. Yeah, I'm sure he just lying. destroyed sure, them. I mean, it's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, I'm sure he has it somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's cool. Well, knock on wood. If... If that was to happen, that would be pretty damn. Well, cool. the thing that I like is we can finally get like the Marvel Universe because I think that basically everybody is yeah, available. You know, everybody's in there, right? Because yeah. now I you think. can bring Wolverine over in. I think that Deadpool. Fox had all the the ones that weren't. I think Marvel owned everybody else. And maybe Disney I mean, will make Fantastic else. Four. I think that Fantastic Four is done. But Disney is going to do such a great job with it. They will probably put Fantastic Four into like. An Avengers thing, and just get them in there Probably. and introduce them back sure. in, and because they're good at that, they they might be in the Affinity War for all you know. You never know. Yeah, little, they'll little, tease them at the end there. I bet they'll drop a little like a name drop. Sure, I'm sure they will. But it's you know it's kind of weird because when you think about it, like you've watched all the Marvel movies, they can't say the word mutant. Really? Yeah. No kidding. Well, in the Disney movies, they did not say mutant because Fox wow, owned never, that when I they got the never, X-Men. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, they, they did a good job of just making it not a big deal, but mutants were never mentioned. So now they can do all well, that. Well, speaking of mutants, they have, like, the new mutants or whatever. It's like a horror film kind of set up. The trailer was pretty interesting. Who, I don't know who what to that think out? of it. Is that Fox did. Is that Fox? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I think yeah. it's called The New Mutants. I could be wrong. Yeah, I've, I've heard about that. Okay. Weird trailer, man. It's, like, set up like a horror movie. Yeah, we, we talked about this like already about if this, if this opens the door for Hugh Jackman coming back. I, I, I don't see it, it, but again, any if it, if the pay's right, I'm sure he. In an it. interview, he kind of said that like you know it's time for you know he was right, interested about the news, but it's time yeah. for like a new guy to do it, and it's like I don't know. I think that well, it's gonna do it better. But I think at the end of the day, it's like if they put him an offer out there, he's gonna because he always wanted to do that. Make him an offer, he can't refuse. I'm I'm sure he would if the price is right. 
I mean, I'm pretty sure he'll come back. People will go batshit crazy if Hugh Jackman was in those movies. That Could you imagine? So cool. Could you imagine? It'd be great. Maybe maybe he's gonna show up in one. If of If he's not films. available, I think Do Gray Scott could do it. Okay. The guy who was the original choice role for you never heard this shit? No. No. Do Gray Scott say he was the bad guy? I think in Mission Impossible Two. Okay. He was cast. As he Wolverine. was cast as Wolverine. And he was gonna do Wolverine, but then like they had like reshoots. Did he have an accent? I don't. I, 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 I can't remember. But anyway, okay. he, nobody knows who he is. No. He was. Uh, he had to do reshoots for MI2. Okay. So they called him away and he had to back out of Wolverine. Really? So Hugh Jackman got the job. No shit. Just think, you've never heard of this guy. And you've wow. never heard of Hugh Jackman before Wolverine. So it's like, you just think, like, would the careers be completely different? Could be. That guy's got to, like, beat himself every night. It's like, oh. Except Hugh Jackman's Fucking working at what, what's the movie that comes out this Christmas? The Greatest the, Show. The Greatest Show. Yeah. I, I bet you Dugray Scott is like a, like a dartboard at home with like John Woo and like uh, Tom Probably. Cruise on there for the reshoots. It's like, Could be. Bastards. You sons of bitches. <laughs> you destroyed my career. Am yeah. I too? Do you, do you like that movie anymore? I saw it once and never Okay, I never should watch it again. I, I've seen it like three times, I think, since the theater. And you know, I'm it's like just a, a pile. You know, I'm like shit. a super John Woo fan. Yeah, and most of his American stuff. is It garbage. was so commercial, and ah, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know why I liked it when it first came out. Like, most oh, of his great. American movies are shit. Except I mean, for I, Hard Target. We yeah, but it, that's shit. And he didn't direct it, basically. Yeah, I know, I know he didn't. But and that's why I like it because the Raimis were yes. involved. But it, I don't know. It's I mean, Face Off is fun, but it's cheesy shit. Well, yeah, and it's, everything it's over else. Top. It's, and it's, Broken Arrow is. Is a pile of shit. <laughs> but we but have it's to do it. Fun. We have oh, to do God, it on the yes. show. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> then I can play that same music over again. Ding do, ding I remember um, taking my brother to see that, and he was so pissed at the end of that movie. He's like, "This is shit. What? This is garbage. I wasted money on this piss." I'm like, "Yeah, but at least you got to see the Twister teaser because they showed that right before the movie." Um, I enjoy it. Well, I mean, I think my brother wanted to see it because he loved Pulp Fiction so much, and John Travolta was just, like, climbing, right? Because he was back making all these movies, but that was not the movie for my brother. What did he say when, like, he, uh, the main bad guy, one of the main bad guys in that, like, <laughs> he says something bad about him, and then John Travolta comes As he's walking yes. up. what does he yeah. say? Uh, oh, God. What a horrible thing yes, to say. There you go. He's smoking. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It's... It's cheesy, but it's fun. It's still a fun movie to watch. What does it feel like when somebody's crushing your brain? It feels like this. What does he say? I forget the I, line. I forget. I forget some of the, the lines are so awesome. But the lines are the lines are pretty out there. What a horrible thing to say. <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> I just love the boxing title sequence. It's fucking so shitty. They pick like the worst font possible. Yes. That it just comes slamming up on the screen as those two are fighting. Man, uh, I love John Woo, but like I said. But it was the shit when it came out. I remember we were like, oh, yeah, it's badass. Who wrote that? Graham Yost, right? The writer it of was Speed such, It was such Hard a... Hard Rain. Remember Hard yes, Rain? Yes. I remember when we were young and, and stupid. You, you I would producer. like that movie. Then producer. I was like, I wrote that movie. It was called The Flood. Because the original trailer, they called it The Flood. Then they changed the title to Hard Rain. Stupid-ass title. I would have just went with The Flood. Picking up chicks by... We just want the money. I seen that movie once too. Fucking horrible. Just as no, but like Broken Arrow is such a ripoff of Speed. It's like just basically the same mm-hmm. Speed formula with Kristen Slater. So is so is Hard Rain. Same mm-hmm. thing with Kristen Slater again. With Kristen Slater again. <laughs> that, that's good. Oh my gosh. Okay, well Those let's the days. let's get into what we've recently seen. 
Well, we have to start off with it. Should we start it off with Star Wars: The Last Jedi? Yes. So what did what did you think? Because I'm a diehard Star Wars fan. So I you're just a diehard your, Star Wars fan. I just want to. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, wow, that was well played. I enjoyed it. You did enjoy I it. I did enjoy it. Um, I liked it better than than the Force Awakens because yeah. you were not a fan of the rehash of uh, New Hope. Story. I wasn't not a fan. I just wasn't as enamored as everybody else was because it basically was just a rehash of Star Wars, right? right. Which isn't the worst thing no. in the world, but it just I felt like I hoped that all this time had passed and they'd go in a new direction. Yeah, and I, they did. Boy, did they ever! Well, yeah, they did. And can, can we can we ruin it for everyone? Have I'm going to have to guess that it's it's was last weekend. Yeah, we have six people that listen to the show. Right, I think it's safe to talk it. about the spoilers, right? Yes. And if somebody gets upset, oh darn! We could cut our viewership or listenership listenership in half and be down to three. So. And that's just fine. Yes, because we'll keep rolling up. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. So I mean, what what do you want to spoil? Well, no, I mean, going into it, it's like everything, the, the Force Awakens, let's just back it up. The Force Awakens, yes, it borrowed from the original Star Wars, right? So you almost had the same as much story kind of arc. the course of rape for the, the corpse of it? Well, <laughs> pretty much, but in a way, it was a smart move because that one was like for the diehard fans. What you know you- what I mean? It was, an, it was another way to, it's hook, line, sinker, Right. So we lured you in with this. It was smart marketing. Yeah. Let's go back to what originally worked. Bring back the original trio, right? Yeah. Um, make it vintage, right? So it something that you could... It just brought back all those childhood memories of seeing the original movie. Well, yeah, it also had time. to wipe out the prequels because people were so sick exactly, of the prequels. Exactly, exactly. Like, okay, let's bring back the people you like. And, you've, and, then and you waited 10 years for it after the prequels, right? It yes. didn't really sit well with anybody at all. Except for George Lucas. Except for George Lucas, who loves them. Um, they they had their moments, but that's about it. They really weren't that great. The what story moment, was what great. What moments were those? Well, for me, it's when Jar Jar was showering. I'm just kidding. Was it the uh, romantic scenes with... You know. <laughs> well, actually, for me, it was when um, Hayden Christensen was riding those like cow-like I hate creatures. Sand. sand is coarse. Sand is coarse. <laughs> and so is your lips. So is your lips. It doesn't matter. It doesn't uh. matter. But anyway, it was a smart move to bring in a new generation of Star Wars fans, right? I agree. Because I think they were targeting the masses, not so much like the diehard fans. So now it's like hook, line, sinker. We have you in now. Now we're just going to turn it upside down. And everything that you were, I don't know, all the theories that you had out there, everything you expected to happen, totally like just boom. It like bursted every fan's, you know, theory for the most part, right? What do you mean about Han dying, basically? No, no. In, Everybody in, knew Han was going to no, die. No, in, in, in The Last Jedi. Oh, they're talking about the original. Han died. You knew he was going to die because he wanted to die in Return of the Jedi. Ex- yeah. Except they're like, no, because we make so much money off your action figure, we can't kill you off. Yeah. Because that's bad business. Well, we all knew that, but it's a way that they could have tied in the stories better. The, the biggest problem I have with the new Star Wars movies is the new characters are not nearly as interesting as the old no. ones. There's nobody that's really stood out to me. In the Ray was... Established, yeah, but she, but then you, you just kind of everybody's a nobody. She's not in that the exciting, film. not anymore. And it just it's kind of like 
is Rey so powerful that she's like more powerful than any of the Jedi's before? Her? It doesn't like, make any sense. She's like way more powerful, and she's learning all this stuff. That's the, that's but the, the first time seeing it, it's kind of like you walk out and you're kind of like, eh, because you're digest you're digesting it, you're processing it. Then the second time you see it, you know what's going to happen, so you can go in and just watch it for what it is. And in a way, Ryan Johnson did made a smart movie where you like the trailer set, um, kill the past. That's what they did in this movie. You literally yeah. killed the past to move the story forward. Well, now, anybody can wield a lightsaber. Anybody has force. Like you saw at the end of the movie, the kid sweeping. Yeah. He had some force sensibility there. Well, they, basically, now the three three main characters of Star Wars are dead. Because yeah. Leia's dead. Well, Leia's dead, dead, but... Not dead in the movie. I'm, but I'm, sure, I'm sure Luke will come back as a force ghost. Again, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it yet, Snow Kid's cut in half. I just ruined the whole movie for you. I'm sorry. And that's that's one of the biggest things I have. It's like he was the big mystery coming into this movie. Everybody wanted and like he's nothing. He didn't he's mean nothing. anything. And I just love that Ryan Johnson would tease the fans with the pictures on um, Instagram. Your Snoke theory sucks. It's like because he's nobody. It ain't gonna he literally matter. is a wannabe Sith. Didn't matter. They have that um, and visual dictionary or whatever that they put out just recently at the bookstore. I think it came out on December 15th, but they have a, a section dedicated for Snoke, and he, he's he been around forever, but he is no Sith, you know. Yeah. He, he just wanted to rebuild a new Vader underneath his command. So I think it was a smart move for Kylo. Since it didn't work the first time, let's do it again. To slice him in half, because how dumb would that have been if the he would have continued really, on? The Empire really just continues to do the same dumb shit over and over They're again. They're dumb. It's like, this is Death Star didn't work. Let's build a better one. Let's build a bigger one. Vader's this time dead. On we planet. need a new Vader, the one that turned on us. This one, you know, will yeah, turn on exactly, us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, this one will totally turn on us and cut me in half, so. Even though the Jedi and the Sith are no more... There was nothing ever in the prophecy of the sand that evil will never exist again. And that's all it is. It's just a new threat. Yeah. I guess what I liked about this is, that, like, there are so many cribbage notes from the, the, you know, like, Empire with, you know... Yeah. With Kylo turning on, you know... It's, sure. it's like, But then it, he doesn't, you know, it does, they, they switch it again. Right. You know? They switch it again. Here you think, like, oh, cool, he just killed him. He's out if he wants to be out. But instead he's like, oh, fuck, you know what? No, I'm in charge. Yeah. Although he becomes a wussy when he tells Hawks like, "Oh, Ray killed Snoke. Like, why wouldn't he just be badass and just kill Hawks right there?" So obviously, I think because he thought they that they w- he thought that maybe they wouldn't go along with him. You know, and maybe was, I guess because I mean, then he would have the entire First Order after him. Yeah. But well, no, he probably he probably had to do that because then Hawks would become the supreme leader if he said, "I killed Snoke." You know, you you can't. So I guess you have to lie. Did he tell the truth to Ray about her parents? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you this. Maybe that, they are junkies. I don't know. The case that they're just nobodies, that's another pointless thing that everybody was all excited about. Like, ooh, what are the parents? What are they going to be? I was talking to other diehard fans, and they hated this movie. And I can see why. Because, like Empire, so many cool things happen in that movie. Where I mean, it, it starts off, and it's just action-packed, right? Vader's hunting the, the galaxy for Luke Skywalker. Right, because he wants him to join him. Yeah, he wants to turn him. They they freeze Han Solo. Right, Luke's arm gets ripped off after his father. After he finally Vader reveals, "I am your father," which shocked everybody. I remember being in the theater for the first time when that happened, and like 
literally gasped. I mean, it, it was quiet. People were like, "What?" Yeah, you never saw it. Well, it was, yeah, it was. It a, was fantastic. That was a moment in you know cinema history. Nobody called that one. So. No, no one did. And I think only three people knew the 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 director George Lucas and Mark Hamill, and that's how they set it up back in the day. That they told been Mark Hamill, those, like, yeah. if you tell someone, we'll know it's you. Because we're the only three that know That would have been one of the things where it's like, you know how when you saw movies, where you're, well, people at school would see a movie, yeah. and then you'd want to know how it is, and yeah. they'd tell you shit, and they'd sometimes embellish like what it was and sure. what happened in the yeah. movie. Yep. This would be something you'd hear from somebody and say, that's complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. But like, I just remember scratching my head like, how is that possible? Is it a machine? But then again, I thought the stormtroopers were robots. Back in the day, I didn't know they were actual human beings, but because you don't know that until you find out yeah. in the Attack of the Clones that it's actually a bunch of clone, it's a clone army out there, which is kind of cheesy, what have you. Um, but I don't know. I mean, you you could have taken it a different direction where Kylo could have been sent to kill his mother in the yeah. film, and he backs out at the last second because somehow you could have played a role that you know through the telepathic conversation they had that perhaps you could have a flashback sequence to The Force Awakens where Han Solo truly killed himself with the lightsaber to save his son because he knew if Kylo was to do it his soul would go to the dark side right that would have been a fun way to do it right and he pulls off and he's like okay I'm not I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna kill Leia and then at the same time Captain Phasma to make her a badass character could have took that spear and shoved it right through Leia's heart so then her character's done. But just imagine how impactful that would have been. Because then he would have turned on the First Order. But you would have to have the first hour and a half played where Ray gets lured in because Snoke was interested in Ray, not Kylo. And in a way, Kylo gets so pissed off that he finally knows like he was used. Yeah. That would have been a cool story. Just Admiral Akbar just went out so pathetically. <laughs> Just, he's gone. He flew out into space and I was there. They're like, we've lost what? Admiral Akbar. I'm like, really? He's in this movie? <laughs> Dude's been around forever. It's like, good. He finally can sleep. May the force be with you. <laughs> I don't get why Leia's flying through space either, so. Yeah. I was I a little know. strange on that one. I was a little Mary I guess Poppins. the problem is, is it's like they kind of introduced all these new kind of weird force powers. Like, I liked what happened yeah. with Luke, but I didn't understand it. Like, he can do that? It was the greatest Jedi mind trick of all time. And, and it, it killed, killed him. It killed him. It killed his ass. So, they, cool. They kind of rewrote all these things like, oh, you didn't know they could do that? Yeah. I, I, and I mean, we always like. knew that Leia also possessed the Force, right? We always knew that because Luke mentioned yes. that to her. She never used it once in the, in the films except for she could do that telepathic. If somebody passed away... She had the Force power to give me a boner in there. Well, yeah, in the, in Leia Slave, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> That was always a creepy sequence as a kid. Chava's gigantic tail next to her thigh. I'm like, what? what's happening here? Joey's hoping his gigantic tail would be next to her thigh. No, no. <laughs> his tongue would come out. Like, Jesus. No, God. I enjoyed it. You know, but I, like I said, I'm not super the, thr- the throne room sequence alone is the best part of the film. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, the, the uh, Casino City was the worst point. Well, that was Attack of the Clones. That was the thing. It's like... This movie could have been shortened. Yeah, you could have cut out a good half hour in the film. Yeah. You totally didn't need that subplot of Rose and Finn going off no, to the to, ended, to find the developer. Pointless. And DJ was worthless. Yeah, the whole thing ended up being pointless. It did nothing. Yeah. 
it never went anywhere. No. I'm like, okay, you wasted 30 minutes of time. And the whole entire movie, which when they're on the island, feels like it's a course of months. But yet, it's literally within a matter of six hours. Yeah. And he's not really training Ray. He's just telling her the three lessons, which he finishes at lesson two, because after lesson two, she just takes off. Steals the bucks and takes off. So him burning the tree doesn't matter because Ray is the new hope. Kylo is not because he's gone to the dark side. He's the new monster. He's well, a new Vader. kind of knew that anyways. He might as well just be wearing Darth Vader's outfit in the next film. Were you excited yeah. to see Kylo Ren shirtless, Joe? It was amazing, especially in 3D. <laughs> so I saw the movie 2D, then 3D. You've seen and it three times again. already. But, yeah, three times already. Because, again, I had to digest the first viewing, the second viewing, then you know what you're dealing with, and the third viewing was just because I had to take another kid to the film. Yeah. Well, let's let's wrap it from here. We're going to go way too long in Star Wars oh, yeah. again. We'll lose everybody. I enjoyed it. I recommend it. So, I mean, you know, if you like, if you like the... Yes. If you like the... Uh, let's let you call uh, out here. Joe's dying. Joe's dying. Good Christ. I like it better than Force Awakens, but again, I am like... I like Star Wars. I've always I grew up with it, but I'm not a super fan. It's a ballsy Star Wars movie. It's 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 definitely different. Yeah, I mean, so I'll interested to see what they do with the next one. But since JJ's in charge of it, I don't have the highest hopes. So, but the, here's the thing: it's like you have nothing to look forward to in a way. It's like know. she's going to train Jedi's maybe, or just learn and become the master Jedi. Can I tell Kylo's going to become yeah. the bad guy. I can tell you, as an outsider, not a super fan, I was excited about The Force Awakens because Han was in it. Sure, of course. And Luke, but yeah. Luke really wasn't in it. So I was excited about this movie because Luke's in it. Now Luke will really be the next one. And yeah. The two guys I was most excited to see aren't in the next movie. It's, yeah. So we'll see. But you know what? I enjoyed this movie enough that I'll be excited to give it another go and we'll see what happens. And that's, and that's probably like the big middle, middle finger to the fans. You know, the true fans of the original trilogy. The, uh, no, the prequels were the true middle finger. <laughs> Jar Jar. Okay, let's Jar move on. Have you seen anything else? You know, you've, you've, seen this, you've seen this movie like 12 times, so you haven't really had time to see it. No, else. three times, but I've, I've seen, I watched the movie Fences. Oh, yeah. With Denzel Washington. And that was really it. well done. I really enjoy that. It's, it's kind of a, a man who's kind of, he, he never pursued his dreams, so he kind of takes it out on his kids in a way. But it, it was a deep movie, man. It was pretty good. It was Is probably it, his best role. Since Ricochet? Since, yeah, exactly. Was it better than Virtuosity? Oh, God, Virtuosity is a pile of shit. <laughs> no, I've heard really good things about it. I yeah, no, it was probably his best role since Training Day. And then really? Ricochet after that. Because he was good at Ricochet, man. He was great. Who doesn't like Ricochet? Come on. I love that. Four stars we gave it. They, I mean, he couldn't even do his, they had to get a stunt double. Remember that for the basketball yeah. sequence? Oh, the knife, all, the knife all thing? All we need you to do is just kind of look into the... The knife scene was the Was best. that the knife scene or was that the basketball court? Well, both. I yeah. The knife scene's the best. All we need to do is jump up and throw a basketball. When they got, Theo, oh, from the, they got Theo from the Cosby show to be a stunt double. Yeah. Malcolm Jamal Warner. Ah. I saw uh, The Disaster Artist. How's that? I have, great, to, I have to check great. that out. All right. Good. I've been hearing a lot of great things. And There's uh, some Oscar buzz. Yeah, which is I think cool. so. Uh, it's crazy because one of the worst movies of all time. I guess it's kind of like Ed Wood, you know, a little bit. Not, yeah. It's not like that, but, you know. But, yeah, that's pretty cool. Tommy Wiseau is like a fascinating character. So. Like an interesting, interesting fellow, man. Great ass. <laughs> you, if so, you've seen yeah, The Room, you're going to see I've, it. I've, I've watched The Room up until the point where that uncomfortable sequence where they're all laying in bed and the... Friend comes back. Well, you have to say uncomfortable life. sequence. I'm like, what part? That's like the entire movie. Well, the entire film, but that that was a little weird. Hi. 
I just like to watch. <laughs> Want to look at my ass? He's like he's like a twenty six year old guy playing like a. I, I didn't get that. Like was, a fifteen year old. Very very strange. Yeah, it's it's great. No, this movie's fantastic, and you don't have to have seen the room to enjoy it. To enjoy it, okay, that's good. I mean, they don't talk about the room until probably forty five minutes. Really? Of the movie, yeah, okay. It's, yeah, it's just it's so it just kind story. of this movie follows his life then Tommy's life. Well, not really. It's written by the, the guy who played uh, his his friend in the movie. The guy who okay. cheated. Well, you, I, you probably didn't see him. You know, he didn't go far enough into it. Um, he's the guy that's the betrayer in the movie. But like, the he, okay. he writes. A, he wrote a book about like his experiences making the movie. Is his name Mark? Mark. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh hi, Mark. Oh, oh hi, Mark. Um, yeah, but he met Tommy and like he was in like a, cl- like a theater class. Okay. Like, an acting yeah. class. And he, like, thought he was fascinated. Oh, Everybody sure. was creeped out by him except yeah, for him. And except he wanted to do scenes with him. And they just kind of had a friendship yeah. out of that and moved to L.A. together. Oh, shit. And, and it, the funniest thing is, like, I, the things I've always wondered about Tommy, there's, like, three things. Yeah. How old is he? Yeah. Where is he from? And they how did he get $6 million to make The Room? Really? They actually gave him $6 million to make The Room? Allegedly, that movie cost $6 million. Wow. But at the end of the movie, basically, I'm spoiling the end of the movie, it's like the, the, the three things everybody wants to know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. He won't say how old he is. He won't really? say where he's from. No shit. And nobody knows. Where so he's a mystery. Came. Yeah. He's an enigma. Yeah. <laughs> There's a movie. He keeps saying he's from Louisiana. Okay. Or, like, or New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, New okay. Orleans. I'm sorry. Wait. I'm like the accent does not fit. Nobody know. Or is it a complete act? I don't know. You know. You got to see the movie. Okay. He's but a, Franco he's, like said his weird his, individual. Like, Franco said like his story spoke to him because Franco had a lot in common with okay. him. They both came to L.A. wanting to be like James Dean. Sure. It was like, I, I totally recognize with that guy. So Franco's great in it. So That's cool. I, I would definitely have to check that yes, out. Yes, it's, it's worth your time. That'd be a fun movie, a good departure movie from Star Wars. You can take a break from your 14 yeah. viewings of I th- Star Wars. I think I can do that. I think <laughs> I can do that. Oh, so you see anything else? Rocky Five. Because we were supposed to do that, but then we are doing Silent Night. Isn't that terrible? I didn't even Christmas lead show. with that. I was supposed to lead with that. We're like, you know, nobody listens to the end of our shows anyway. No, no. Yeah, but Rocky Five will be next. Rocky Five will be next. Yeah, but, but we, boy, had, we had to be more Christmassy. That that movie's so much fun to watch. It sucks so bad. God, is that movie? It just spoiler you know, alert. We've already spoiled it on the show. Oh, I did. I already movie, posted it on there. It's like you know, ladies and gentlemen, you know, <laughs> yo. But we're gonna go Get for him, it. Did. He took my room. He took my room. Great dialogue. Great dialogue. Classic. Yeah, what, what did I do? I just want to have Christmas with the kid. <laughs> Strange movie. Oh, my God. It just doesn't fit in the Rocky saga at all. And I love how they try to start the movie, like, right after the big battle in Rocky Four, and it just doesn't work at all. Hey, we'll save it. we got to yeah. talk about it in the next show. Or is it a little sneak preview? And then Rocky we're talk about Five. It. Let's move on to our top five. I think you're, that's yeah. all you've seen, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we got top five holiday-themed horror movies. Yes. Should I start? Yes, you shall. Okay. My number five is kind of a strange one. April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. Fuck, I forgot to put that on my list. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's one that... That was a fun movie. I like that movie. The ending sucks. Well, yeah. The ending pretty much ruins yeah. the movie, but it's, it's an enjoyable it is. slasher up until that point. What year was that released? I think it was 84. Was that 84? It was okay. right, right when the slasher boom was When the was slasher dying. boom. Okay. All right. And they were dumping everything out there. April Fool's Day. Yes, I definitely enjoy that one. How about my Valentine's Day? I guess that's a holiday movie, right? That's my next one. Okay, it yeah. is. All right. Yeah. Well, look at that. Fantastic. Well, my Bloody Valentine. 
My blood. That's it. My bloody Valentine's. What did I say? My Valentine's Day. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> my Sorry. Valentine's Day. My Valentine's Day. Sorry, I meant my bloody Valentine. I remember seeing that preview in the movie theater when I was a kid, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah, because you got to see a woman that was like in her skimpies in the tunnel, and then this weird dude in the mask, and he finally like goes. That's after literally her. the beginning of the movie. That was just a weird trailer, and they. I think they also. I've seen the original Christine preview too. I don't know why that shit sticks with you. Hey, it that. does. Makes it makes a mark. But yeah, and my bloody Valentine is awesome, and uh, the remake is not complete garbage. No, okay. I never, I never saw the remake. It's all there, right. but it's too different from the original. And this was like what a, a kind of a miner, right? Yes, a mining kind of dressed up dude wore like a mask and go around and pickaxe. People with a pickaxe. That's right. Yes, very enjoyable. What's your number five, sir? Krampus. Do you remember Krampus? Yeah. Do you remember it? It came out like last year. My memory's pretty bad, Joe, but it's not that bad. I remember we... What is this Krampus you speak of? We took the the kids to pick out a Christmas tree, and then all the kids were texting. They're like, hey, can we see Krampus? I'm like, I don't care. I was like, it's PG-13. It's not even rated R. Yeah. So if anything, you know, I was like, you might get creeped out. Might be some spooky scenes in there, but it was a fucking... It was a blast. I enjoyed that. We put I up the Christmas too. tree, and then we all went to the theater afterwards. That was that was that was a fun night. It was a good time. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. It was way better than it, I. Expected. It reminded me. It was uh, a Tales from the Trip episode. Yeah, what did you say? That's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean we need more Tales. It was from well done. It was creepy that those little elves would like put the snowmen outside their house. Yeah, at the at the beginning, but I was kind of mad that the Tales from the Crypt reboot kind of fell apart. They were supposed to be redoing that. Were they? Movie, yeah, but it kind of fell apart. I can't remember. I think it might have been or M. Night Shyamalan was supposed to do it, I think. Really? For like TNT or something Interesting. Like that. Maybe maybe it'll do it after no, the last. No, making the money, yeah. It'll probably be on Netflix. Everything goes to Netflix now. That's true. Mm-hmm. Not a bad thing. We already talked about my number four. Yes. So you're back up again. I'm back again with Silent Night, Deadly Night, which Good we're choice. going to talk about on the show. So I'll save it's, that. For that later. was like that was like tied with April Fool's Day. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't put it on there because I wanted to mix it up. A sure. That's yeah. still great. Yeah. It's let's let's we'll just won't talk about it because we're gonna get to the movies. Yeah. So we'll just skip over that. Uh, my number three would be Gremlins. Oh fuck, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. It's not really a you, horror movie. Oh come on. Would you is. would you put that? Sure. That, yeah. What, what would you put it as? I don't know. Yeah, it's a pretty much a I horror guess, movie. I guess, yeah. There's people dying in it, and, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, all right. It's, I'll give you that. It can be, it's scary as shit when you're a kid. <coughs> I still love the the teacher that gets it. Yeah. Oh, come on, buddy. Have, have a piece of candy bar. Oh! Like, eats his, eats his hand. Come on, when Phoebe Cates tells that story about her dad, you know. Yeah, that was a little. That's, that's a creepy shit right there. <coughs> he was He was dressing as Santa. Yeah, right, and got stuck, stuck in the again. chimney. Yeah, but we lit the fire anyway. <laughs> That's horrible. It is. That must have been a stinky Christmas, right? A it's st- like, what is that foul stench? Oh, it's Dad's carcass. A stinky Christmas. Sounds like a new movie. There you go. That'll be our horror holiday movie. <laughs> a stinky Christmas. Jesus. Somebody that kills people with flatulence. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Instead of ho ho ho, poo poo poo. <laughs> no, that's not good. Oh, but I'd yeah. see it. I'd oh, watch that. I'd watch anything, dude. 
I'm, I'm not picky. No. All, All right. right. So what do you got? What do we have here? What number well, we Gremlins was my number three, so. Black Christmas. Do you remember the 1974? Yeah, it's my number two. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, I thought you'd never seen Black Bob, Christmas. Black Christmas. Yeah, Bob Clark. A Christmas You've story. You've actually seen that? Yes. I thought you'd never seen it. The sorority sisters, yeah, right? They get yeah. picked off one by one by the threatening phone call. awesome. So that's funny that Bob Clark does Black Christmas and later on goes on to do a Christmas story, which is Bob kind of... Bob Clark is one of, you know, besides the fact that he did the awful Baby Genius movies, he... um Did he really? Yeah. He did some really classic movies. That's pretty I can cool. name three classics he did. Black Christmas. Yeah. Christmas Story. And? Porky's. He did Porky's? He did Porky's. I gotta write that down. I did not know that. Yeah. No shit. Now, I understand these aren't like the highest of quality movies, but no, they're, they're but like movies everybody knows. That's funny. Well, Black Christmas, people, a lot of people don't know, which they should. It's we always have a takeaway from this show. Watch Black Christmas. Black Christmas. Takeaway. We probably should have done that one. Maybe it will be next year's. It was between the two of them. Yeah. So. I just felt that Silent Deadly was a better choice because it's easier to pick on. Black Christmas is a great movie. Yeah. There's not a lot to pick on no. in that movie. Oh. It's just, we basically said, oh, this movie's awesome. You remember that part where, yeah, that was awesome. You remember that part? Oh, it was great. I love that. And nobody likes you. Either. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last Christmas, we I did a movie that. like that, Joe, where we were like, basically, this movie's awesome. This you remember what movie that was? It was yeah. Die Hard. It was Die Hard. Yes. It's better when we have something remember, to work Remember when he was walking to the elevator and then he pushed the button to so go up? So the movie starts with John McClane in the limousine. <laughs> and he's talking to his new and friend. And then he meets the driver. Oh, good God. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay. Well, what's your number two? Number two is Rare Exports. Have you seen this movie? I don't think I've ever heard of it. Really? Should it's I? called Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. It reminds me of The Thing a little bit. No way. Okay, but well, there's I'm, so look it up quick. Where, so where can I see this? There's just Google it quick. No, where can I see the movie? So yeah. I don't know. Probably you, it's you've on, already sold me. So. It's probably on Blu-ray or whatever. But there's a small community living at the base of a mountain, and it's kind of like set at, set up at like a excavation project, if you will. But they stumble across a bunch of dead reindeer and and a naked man that possibly could be and a naked man Santa Claus. So they gotta like keep him captured, right? So he doesn't come after them. Yeah. It's kind of like the kids and their dads have to like save themselves from getting butchered by someone that could be Santa Claus. It's a great tale. Wow. Rare yeah. exports. Okay, I'm putting my it, list. Oh, yeah. so it's not American. It's no, it's like a Finland type so film. So that's it's good shit. You'll like it. Okay, I'll put that on my list. It's a beautiful film to watch too. The way they shot it. It reminds me of like a younger, a younger uh, Rennie Harlan film in a way. Nice. It's kind of a Die Hard Two vibe going. That on looks good. How have never heard of this? Movie? Rare exports. Check okay. it out. I will. Good enough for my number two. Although well, Gremlins, the Gremlins would have been up there. I'm assuming we probably both have the same number one. Yeah. John Carpenter's Halloween. Yes. Nothing will ever beat that. No. And I'm, I'm excited about the new one coming out, and I hope to God they don't. You know, They're really saying all the right things. They are, they are. But they did that about Predator too, and then I'm kind of like, when I've been reading, I'm like, yeah. Although that's the fourth most anticipated film of the new year, The Predator. When is that coming out? Isn't that great? Is in 2018. Summer? Is it, it like summer? summer? I don't think it's summer. I think they're probably going to push it to like August release. But every time it's August release, it doesn't usually I suck. I so want it to be good. But... I don't know. After reading 
what the plot was about somewhat. I'm like, yeah. It's kind of what I thought. Halloween, though, let's it, Halloween is just, it's fantastic. It, it ages like wine. It, it really does. does. It really does. What's creepy about that movie is it's so real that it could just, it, it could happen anywhere. Well, yeah. Any small town. The like, number one thing that why it works is because you don't know. It's like, he's just like, well, he's just pure evil and that's the way it should be. Right. He kills his sister at the beginning, they lock him up somewhere and he escapes. We've discussed this. The home. number one problem with, with Rob Zombie's vision, besides the fact that everybody had to swear and you know, everybody's raped and it's just awful. It's like, right. it's like Michael Myers has to have a 45 minute explanation as to why his life sucks. It's like, no! Absolutely. He should be like a kid in a normal family. Yep. He's just fucking... And he just evil snaps. He's just a well. I don't think he's just yeah. Who knows? Yeah. yeah, he did snap. He's like a lemon yeah. out of you know a car factory. Becomes pure evil. He's and just the bad one. That's it. And yeah, I just that's that's scary. That first scene is so freaking awesome. That movie, just great. So the 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 scene that I always visualize in my head, like, is that a fake arm picking up the mask in mm. Halloween or not? I don't believe so. It isn't. So that's just an actual I kid's thought, arm picking up? Because it always looks so phony to me. I guess I never paid that much attention to it. I don't know. I have to like... Read and so many times I've watched it in such bad quality, but yeah. I can really tell. It's like so a, maybe with like a 4K release of it. Sometimes that makes these yeah, movies worse. Yeah, yeah. These low budget movies when they start looking bad. It always look creepy. That little hand goes down to pick up the mask and it puts it on and you hear the, the breathing and you're like, some bad's going to happen. Then you get to see some titties. And then the sister goes out. John Carpenter delivers. Yes. Like he usually does. And of course he does his vintage, vintage sequence where everybody's supposed to be like, everything like is freeze frame, but it really isn't. Oh, I always love that. that was yeah. Great. Michael, what did you do? Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Donald Pleasance is great, too. Well, it's just creepy at the beginning because the guy's driving around town. Obviously he doesn't have the mask on yet. And he's like stalking her, you know, behind the bushes and shit. I don't know. That was always creepy. When I was yeah, watching that. That probably now, drives into the insane asylum, and he just like blows by him. That always yeah, it, freaks the shit out. It's of a her. it's it's a creepy movie. Yeah, well shot, well lit. I mean, and it hits home too, I guess, for us because it, we're so close to Illinois, you know, which is great. It's just it's a good setting. It's a good backdrop for the film. Yeah, it's one of those ones with kids in, in peril that doesn't feel too exploitive either. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Sometimes they make it really bad. You know, but it's, you know. Oh, the boogeyman's coming. It's perfect. They refer to him as the boogeyman, and then boom, here he shows up. You're like, oh, Jesus. The closet sequence, I mean, man, that's that's great. Yeah, like every movie after this, I had to have the killer survive at the end and get away, but this one is one of the only ones that seems to really work. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Really well. And this one's going to pick up, the new one's going to pick up right after the first Halloween. Allegedly. It's going to bypass all the other sequels. Okay. I'm assuming it's, yeah, I'm assuming it's going to go way into the future because obviously Jamie Lee Curtis is a little bit older than Well, the yeah, movie. yeah, but. We'll see. Oh, especially weird since Halloween 2 took, picked up right where Halloween 1 Oh, happened. yeah. Which I didn't mind Halloween 2. I, I like It's that one. not in the league of Halloween 1. No, it's not. It's not, but it definitely wasn't a bad scene. It basically is like all the parodies of Halloween where it's just oh, basically, yeah. you know. But. I just like that she's trapped in the hospital. You know, yeah. you got this psychotic killer coming after you. It's not awful. It's just, no. Yeah. I mean, it's no season of The Witch. I fucking love season of The Witch. This is just pure enjoyment. Anytime that's on TV, I'm like, oh, I gotta, I have to watch it. 
Fucking to Tom Atkins. Those damn masks and the bugs, man. That still creeps me out. Yes. Hate them. Oh, it's stuck on my face. You're like, Jesus. What God, I love about that movie is Tom Atkins is in it, and he's fucking the ladies' man. Every woman is of like course, after they Tom. But you were say should be. Well, of course. Fucking love that movie. That movie, like, when I saw it, I'm like, this is complete shit. It's nothing like Halloween. And then I'm kind of like, you know, you know the originals deal with that, right? Right. So when Halloween 2 was a success, John Carpenter, like, produced Halloween Yeah. Yeah, he, he still kind of had a little He was tied in with the, the third one, too, right? Yeah, but they wanted to do every year. Yeah, a brand a new. new type of Halloween. Yeah. It's going to be Halloween, but it's going to be a different theme. I mean, a different, like, story. Yes. And I'm like, and they should have done it. So in a way, it would have been like a Twilight Zone, in a way. Yeah. For the most part. You get yeah. a new episode. It's still Halloween. Yeah. But it's just going to be a different take. Yeah. And I... But that kind of blew up in their face because people wanted to see Mike Myers, right? For the most part. Because at that, t- at that time, they were still, you know, yeah. into that. You know, I, I, I like... Well, everything what, was sequel-driven back then. Yeah. You know, there was like a formula. Oh, don't I guess formula. I guess I get it because people are like, if it's Halloween, they want Michael Myers. It's right, like, right. If you want to do something else, you have to change the name. Because otherwise, you're just like, it's Friday the 13th. We're going to do a different story. Right. It's like, well, not really. Now it's a lizard that terrorizes campers. What? But it's still Friday the 13th. I want to see a lizard that terrorizes campers. That sounds awesome. That does, doesn't it? Hey, we're out of something here. It's the gecko. The gecko. I like it. I like it a lot. And it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be Michael Douglas dressed up as a gecko because he's been Gordon Gecko, you know. I like that. That's a smart. I could see Michael Douglas like killing campers. Yeah, he could be dressed up like the falling down character. Just wearing green green paint. It's war paint. Just walk around naked like in Basic Instinct. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think we want to see that now. What what the hell is Michael Douglas up to anyway these days? What do you mean? Uh, Other than Ant Man, what what else has he done? Is he going to be in the sequel? Catherine Zeta-Jones? Oh, wow, well, hey, nice. Because <laughs> once you go up there, you really never have to come out, do you? Jesus. Got more mouth cancer from eating vagina? <coughs> oh, Jesus. Just absolutely true? God. <laughs> he or he's claims, he claims. <coughs> Does he actually claim that? Yes. He got mouth cancer from eating too Yes, he gave oral to a prostitute, and he claimed that's how he got it. So. What? Look it up, dude. I'm not All making right. this up. All right. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Not here. I didn't. I'm be- kidding. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You're I'm not, not kidding That's, you. Wow. Holy not shit. kidding you. It's out there. That must have been some bad vajayjay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Good to see him a couple days. Around. <laughs> Did he like it? Did he like it? The colonel's sitting in the other room. He That's finger licking good. He certainly didn't uh, utter his line for basic instinct. It was the fuck of the century. Oh, good God. <laughs> How many licks does it take to get cancer <laughs> from the vajayjay? Sorry, that's so bad. Got the little owl there licking his sucker. <laughs> you remember that? Yes, I do. Unfortunately. Oh, man, we grew up with some great, great commercials. We did. Absolutely. For the not-so-fresh-feeling moment. Maybe we'll have to do that, like top five uh, you know, commercials of our time. <coughs> that would be pretty awesome. That would yeah, be a, that would a good, good top five we haven't done. We should do that. Yeah, In the I near agree. future. I'm, well, like, dying over here. Yeah, should we move on to our, our feature now? We can, but let's talk about some upcoming 4K movies. Are you going to buy Dunkirk? Oh, yeah. That comes out today. Yes. And so does every other movie Nolan directed. For the most part. Oh, yeah, I heard about Get that. the Dark Knight trilogy that comes out. Interstellar. Nah. 
You know what, dude? What else? I've still never seen that movie. Really? No. <laughs> I was. I wanted to see it. Then I like for some reason every time I wanted to watch it, I'm like, it's three hours. I'm like, oh god. It's like, it's, it's not that bad. It's not good. It's. There was no reason I didn't want to see it. It's just kind of like kind of lives in within its own realm. When I didn't see it in the theater, I'm kind of like sometimes like it's hard to gear yourself up for like a thirty hour movie. Yeah. And that was like right after the Dark Knight, and it's like you know. Dark it Night reminds Night. me a lot of like the Dark Knight Rises, just the way, Dark like Rises, visually, yeah. the Not way he shot it. The Dark Knight Rises, yeah. you know, just the way the spaceships looked and such. And just and I, I love Nolan, but sometimes his movies are just too long. Yeah. And Dunkirk was, was great because it wasn't. That's what, Dunkirk was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I love that. That was a, that was well known. Especially movie. Tom Hardy with his baby voice. I hope that yeah. <laughs> I'm on him. It's terrible, Bane. That's a but great movie. It really was. I enjoyed it. It was actually one of like my least anticipated movies of his, but I thought it was just a really fantastic movie. I remember when it came out, I was like, eh, yeah, maybe I'll see it like towards the end of its run. But man, that was it was intense. Yeah, it absolutely was. I'm sure it'll be up for Best Picture. I like how Spielberg's movie they kind of pushed that out there, The Post. Yeah. Which. I don't know. Let's I wish Memento would come out. out in 4K. That's not one of the ones that's coming out. I'm guessing it's all just those Warner Bros. No, ones, right? No, but The Prestige is coming out. Oh, is it? Yeah. Good. Yeah. I like The Prestige. That was released as well. I like that one. So you have Interstellar, The Prestige, The Dark Knight Trilogy, and then Dunkirk. Yeah, uh, I'll probably have to pick yeah. up that trilogy. So. And Interstellar. But. Rent it first, obviously. Well, yeah, no, I'm not jumping on it, so. Then I finally did get Blade Runner, thank God. Oh, cool. $17.99 instead of buying it for $64.99 on Amazon. Good Christ, that was such a hard movie to buy. It's probably the hardest movie ever to it's purchase. Funny, I walked right in the store and bought it like right when I first time uh, I looked for it. Yeah, wow. Normally I get lucky like that, but not on that one. It's great. It looks really good. Yeah, I saw uh, bits and pieces at your house. It is one of those ones that's kind of... Uh, when the ship's flying around? Holy shit, that is the cleanest print I've ever seen. Well, I think it's mostly because like when we started watching that movie, it looked like ass. Oh yeah, like a VHS. That we started on awful. VHS and then Laserdisc. Laser yep. And Laserdisc was first released in Pan and Scan because I remember you gave that to me, like because you bought the widescreen one, right? Yeah. And I threw it in the parking lot. So somewhere at the mall, some somebody must have picked it up. I wonder if they still have it. I think we drove over it. Same guy picked it up. That, same guy picked it up and took your. Dollar uh, fifty porn from the gas station. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you threw out the street. Oh, this is great! I'm buying two. Fuck you, Tom. I'm buying two. Uh, God. I was the voice of reason, and Joe. Joe said, "Fuck it." <laughs> We've told that story many times, and it's oh, great. that was a horrible viewing. Those suck so bad. Those are terrible. I was emotionally scarred by those those porn films. I still remember them. Isn't that awful? I remember like stuff. Really? I I just remember the there's a casket. There was a dude. Was there a dead? There was a dead woman, but she really wasn't. You remember that one? Yeah, and there was a dude that was fucking a chick in the back of like a trailer or something, like a tractor trailer or whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> it was like a big fat white guy having sex with a black chick, and she's he's like, yeah, baby, I'm gonna make you my regular Saturday night, baby. I'm like, wow. Oh, it was so bad. Quality. It was quality. Good God. It brings back horrible memories. <laughs> well, Joe, you were kind of the, the porn guy back in the day. You, got, you kind of exposed all of your friends to, to porn. Oh, oh to, to the classy movie known only as Street Girls. 
Ron Jeremy. A stupid ass. It wasn't Ron Jeremy. It wasn't. It was Frederico Antonio. We made up that name. I In the garden. No idea. God, that was great. <laughs> Talking now. Jeez. Yes, we segued into porn. <laughs> Just where everybody wanted the show to go. And now it's time for Silent Night, Deadly Which Night. is one grade above porn. Yeah, just one. Pretty much is born, isn't it? With okay, all the flesh so that you Joe, see in this wait, film. Yeah, how long has it been since you've seen this movie? Well, I probably saw it shortly after it was released. I'm assuming, what, what was it, 84? So probably 88? So where was your first, like, was this one of those ones like you'd heard about and you really wanted no, to No, I see? remember hearing about it when it came out of the theater, but that, this isn't something you're gonna, your parents are going to take you to see in the theater. You yeah, know? this movie had fucking like picketing against it and stuff like well that. yeah because i don't know when the hell did they actually release the film well it's like he's got, like, I think he got like multiple it? releases because it like it came out november night so like but i think it's one of those ones like, that, the like Blood Rage when we talked about it, like they came out a couple times right but i think like it came out and it like then the controversy started and they re-released it i think so but yeah yeah some people put some hate on this film when it came out it's pretty funny when you like... I just remember the cheesy previews you would see on television. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what's that? I think for the most part, like, the people that get most pissed about these movies are ones that just see the trailer and have never actually seen the movie. Sure. Like, oh, right. my God, it's Santa Claus. It's like, you know... When you, when you watch Santa this Claus movie... Santa Claus is a killer. Now, you know, this movie's sleazy. It's cheap. Of course. And the acting isn't good. Yeah. The story's actually pretty darn good. The story's decent. It makes, it makes sense. It's, you know, right. it's not really... Stupid, I mean it's you know. I think. Yeah, no, I I'll give that to you. The guy who wrote it, I actually watched a lot of the, the special features on it. He like you know he he meant it as kind of a comedy because he realized it was so like you know. Who's that, Michael Hickey? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I or Paul. But he was actually a pretty serious writer, and you know it's one of those things back in the day when slashers was so big. Yeah. It's kind of like here's some money. Do this it. This was kind of like his take on like a good slasher. Yeah, flick. and I, yeah. Mean, I I really think it works. It, it, is. it works well. I mean, it starts off with a bang, you know, with the gentleman that's... With the absolute cutest kid in movies. I yeah, think. the kid was great. And, and you feel he, really, really bad. Yes! I remember seeing that when I was a young lad. And uh, for whatever reason, I thought she, like, literally got, like, raped. And she did. She's got her shirt ripped She's off. She's got her shirt ripped off. Which, which every woman in this movie gets their shirt ripped yeah, off. Yeah, which is something else. It's like, whoa, 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 leave, leave the shirt This is off. the 80s where that was, you know, that's the way it went. Yeah, my, my favorite scene is the lady that's uh, making out with her boyfriend on the pool table, right? Yeah, it's Linnea Quigley. Yep. And she kind of pushes... Queen. Oh, really? Okay. She kind of pushes him off because her sister's going to come downstairs or whatever, but then she hears another noise and she th- thinks it's her cat. It's like, okay, you just told your sister to go upstairs. You're going to come upstairs anyway, topless. There's story between Open up that. the There's door. Story with it. Let's, we'll get okay. to the story between that. Just, that, that cracks me up. Yeah. To this day. Yep. Man, oh man. So, yeah, I mean, so basically the movie starts off and it's this family going to visit Grandpa. Yes. Grandpa was interesting. Grandpa was interesting. So, Grandpa's in a home, but not the typical home. He's in a mental home. He's in a mental home. He sure is. Should we play a little of Grandpa? Yes. Got a little bit. This kind of basically explains the whole story and kind of tells you where you're going. Grandpa's very quiet until the parents leave the room. Look at little Billy. Nobody can. You 
tell you something. Santa Claus only brings presents to them that's been good all year. To the ones that ain't done nothing naughty. Naughty. All the other ones. All the naughty ones. He punishes. Of course, the mom and dad and baby show up again, and then Grandpa just goes back to just staring into the abyss. Yep. So, so did Grandpa have a running with a killer Santa at some point in his life? Grandpa is basically the crazy elf or crazy crazy elf, (laughs) crazy Ralph, crazy Ralph, crazy Ralph from uh, Friday Thirteenth. Okay. Basically, you're all doomed. You're all, you're all doomed. Yeah. Basically the same thing, and that's you know. Except it's great. We don't really get a backstory. I'd love to know what Grandpa's backstory is. They made no. sequels to this, but they didn't investigate that. They never did, huh? No. How many Silent Nights did they make? Like uh, a million of them. I remember seeing like all three. Awful. Okay. The remake is pretty good. Really? There's Silent a remake. Night? Yeah. It's just called Silent Night. Like three or four years ago. Really? Okay, yeah. I'll have to check it out. Like Malcolm McDowell's in it. Really? Yeah. Cut out of here. No. Holy shit. It's decent. Yeah. Silent it's it's different. It's a lot different. Okay. It's good. Yeah. Interesting. Um, are, so the basically, nun, are the nuns in that one? No. Oh. It's, it's, it's a lot different. Okay. It's still good. Nothing like some naughty nuns. <laughs> Sorry. We'll get there. Yes, we will. So that kind of leads to the, the big moment in this movie right after that is like they go home and... But what before happens? that, don't we see somebody getting... Somebody's... We do. We see Santa Claus robbing a store. Yes. And killing the owner. Of course. Yeah. Because the owner was going to be a hero and pull out a gun, and the guy plugs him, and then he's reaching for it again, and he plugs him more. The timeline really doesn't match up where it's like they're they're cutting. $43 or something? Yeah. $35. Where it's like they're driving home, and this guy's robbing the store, and then somehow he's ahead of you know. Yeah, Rob. Yeah, and the time runs, runs, runs out of gas. Even though you just stole thirty five dollars, you're at a gas station. When did you have filled up? But whatever. So the family's on the way home, and they see a Santa stranded in his car of by the side of the road. Of course, and he's literally standing in the middle yes. of the road. And you're kind of like with the kid because the kid's like, "Don't stop!" Because yeah. what he just heard, and they're like, "No, we gotta yeah. stop for Santa." No, look who it is, Billy. Yeah, not a good move. That no. Didn't, that didn't work. So Dad gets shot. Dad does get shot. Billy Go. runs off into the woods. Hides behind a bush. Mom gets, like, her shirt ripped off and her throat slit. Yes. Which, it's it's, it's a disturbing scene. It is. It's very Without, like, scene. any, there's no rape in it, you know. It's like, no, it's, no. This is a disturbing scene because Especially this Especially guy comes running towards the bush like, where you at, boy? Because yeah, the kid is so freaking cute. And scarred for life. After you witness this, well, yes. you are doomed. But the funny thing is, this leads to like one of the big questions immediately. It cuts to immediately after this. Yes. Billy and his brother are in the orphanage. Yes. How many years later? How many years? What 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 did the guy do? Have he was like sitting there staring at Billy in the woods. Yeah. Why didn't he kill the kids? I, I think. What he, happened to him? I think he had fun with mom and he took off. Well, mom was dead. Well, so. he could have still had some fun. Well, with let's mom. not go with the necrophilia. Yeah. Angle. I don't know, but I'm no, just but it's, it's kind of like a weird cut because it's like okay, so <laughs> what happened? Well, because his baby brother is in the backseat yeah. screaming. So I'm assuming eventually the guy takes off. 
probably with the car, probably leaves the baby outside is what my guess is. Sure. Uh, I kind of would have liked a little explanation of what, yeah, because you, know, you just that's it. And you I'm, a, I'm assuming he probably was sitting on the side of the road in a car, drove by, picked him up, and that yeah. was the end of it. So then you've got him in the orphanage, and it's and boy, did that boy turn ugly. He did, he went from oh. the cutest kid to yes, like an ugly to kid. ugly as fuck. And then when he grows up, he's decent again. I'm like, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but that kid was fucking ugly. So, kind of like when he's there at the orphanage. He doesn't seem to be too messed up yet. He has he's clearly got issues when he has to draw pictures. Sure, yeah. He draws evil he, like Santa Claus yeah. butchering people. But Rip I don't think there's really anything the kid's not that bad. He's got issues, but I think he'd be okay. But then we are introduced to like who's worse than the killers, fucking Mother Superior. Oh, fucking... Mother Superior from Predator Two. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> she is fucking awful. She's she's wicked, man. Like Do whipping you know the kid were, and you know, you know what they were doing up there, Billy? No. Because Billy, Billy's naughty, and they thought they could get away with it. Billy's Remember? walking down the hall and gets to see some, you know, nuns, and I don't know who the guy was. I'm assuming a priest. Having maybe? some really gross sex. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Disturbing scene. Of course, Billy's looking through the keyhole. Yes. And of course, guess who shows up behind him? Yep, and he gets, you know, beaten down for that. That was a weird ass place, man. But I know it'll do you some good, Billy. Put on your coat and go outside and play with all the other children and make snowmen. Throw snowballs. It's funny because you have like the one nun who's like super nice and great. And but then like you have Mother the evil one. just a you know, complete bitch. She was mean, man. She, she like belted his ass, dude. Here he finally gets to go out after he's sent to his room and then she comes down and asks him what he's seen and still beats the piss out of him with the belt. Yeah. Nuns were mean. Yeah. I went to a private Catholic school. Nuns are cocksuckers, dude. They were terrible. Terrible. Not that. Not this bad, though. Oh, really? Of course. They really? would throw holy water on you. They'd, if you weren't, if you weren't paying attention, you had to put your hand on the desk, and they would crack it with a ruler, a wooden ruler. Sweet. If you didn't understand a math problem, they would tell you to look closer to the board. They take your head and smack it into the board. Mean. It's her awesome. Name, her name was Sister Rosemary. We need to like film movies about you, Joe. Right? Evil, evil nuns. What did they do to you when they caught you watching people have sex? That didn't happen. Thank God. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine that. If, if you were to fall asleep in Bible studies, I'd hate to imagine if you did actually something that was, like, off the charts. Yeah. They'd probably throw you out the window. Who knows? Oh, my God. So, th if that isn't bad enough, then Christmas time comes and Mother Superior is going to break Billy's will and his hatred for Santa Claus by making yes. him sit on Santa's lap. And that worked out well. And that is one of the funniest scenes in movie history. Because yes. <laughs> Billy... Off hauls off and hits Santa Claus. It's fucking awesome. He fucking full on uppercut Santa Claus. <laughs> what did you do, Billy? He runs upstairs and hides, and then you just hear, and it's a nice freeze frame, and we're back to skipping another five years. Yep, exactly. And now Billy's like an adult. Billy's an adult. He's like, he needs what, a he's job. supposed to be like 18, but he's fucking huge. Yeah, exactly. It's like, man. Dude's been drinking his milk and eating his beef. So, the the nice nun gets him a job. Of at course, the, at Iris Toys, which was a great place, man. Yeah, was it, it was. great when they were stocking the shelves? It I'm was. like, I remember were you not like looking at the toys? Jedi job of the hut? Yes. Oh, that was fantastic. Yeah, the, the, the toy store is freaking awesome Love because the toy it's store. like you're like yeah. I mean, you're looking. <coughs> you're basically looking at that more than anything in the movie. It was funny though that they still had Halloween mass up and it was Christmas time. I'm like, why, why do they have Halloween shit? Yeah. Still on the walls, but whatever. 
it still works. Yeah, and like it's funny because he gets the job. Yes, it was. We, the other thing was funny because like first of all the guy's like, well, you know, I can't really give a job, and then he shows up with Billy, like sexy, you know, Billy. Yeah. Was he interested in him because he's a big strapping lad, or because he was like a turned on by him? It's like I think we could find a job yeah. for him. I don't know if he maybe thought that would lure more women in for him. Maybe I don't <laughs> to know. The toy store, yeah. To the toy store. Or maybe all the younger women would be excited to come to work now that he's there. But, yeah, but then he gets the job, and then it turns into like a happy movie because they're playing yeah. that happy, joyous. He's going kind of around, thing. but his his other boss dude. Awful, awful music. Who's the guy that's in the back? Is that was that like his boss or something? The Frankie Avalon looking yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, who's that guy? <laughs> was that like his manager? What was his name? I think he was just another worker. Because it's funny because like. They show their store and like they have like a, I don't know if it's a party or not before the party but like there's like a ton of workers at that store. Yeah, there's like way it's too like many. a little store but there's like twenty people like, working uh, there. You need that many people? Yeah. Billy's boss, Mr. Sims. Let's see. You got the cast list because like I I forget what the name of his you know that guy was. He wasn't in it for very long. Andy. 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 Good Andy old was, Andy. Andy was pretty. Rapey. It was yeah. It was just his coworker. He's pretty rapey. Yeah, a little bit. But they do the dumbest thing in the fucking planet. They make him wear a Santa Claus. We didn't get there yet, but let's, let's talk about the toys. What did you see there? I saw G.I. Joe. Yeah, G.I. Joe. There was Return Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Yep. He-Man. Yes. Master There's some the crawl toys. I missed the crawl toys. They, I saw Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, Jabba the Hutt I caught. Yep. Smurfs. Smurfs. There was some Garfield stuff. Yes. And they had a Batman costume. The Batman costume. Yeah, I was like, this is fucking awesome. I was like, I want to work here. It's funny if you look at some of those toys. Fucking toys are probably worth a shit ton. <coughs> I'm, I'm, that Return of the Jedi toy? Oh my god. I would love to have that. Love to have that. Yeah. So that was pretty sweet. It was weird because back in the day, it's like we stopped collecting Star Wars toys after Empire Strikes Back, but then all of my friends still were collecting the Return of the Jedi shit. I got a couple figures here and there, but always wanted that Jabba set. Yeah. Because that was cool. Because that was back in the day, they actually made Jabba out of rubber. It was great. Now it's just like hard plastic, but. Man, had a little. Did he sit on top of like the gate or something? Did he just, like so. drop in? Yeah. Luke Skywalker yeah. had like fake skeleton bones <laughs> yep. and shit in there. That was cool. Yep. The good old days. We gotta look out, or we'll, we'll segue right back into Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. No, we can. So Billy, on. yeah, Billy, uh, Santa Claus doesn't show up one day at Iris Toys, so they ask Billy to be Santa Claus. Right. And obviously, this doesn't sit well with him. No. But he doesn't. And he's never the same after that. No, because that, there's a really weird scene where that little girl's sitting on his lap, and she's, like, really weird. Well, she's really weird, but then he's like, What are you doing? Stop it. Stop it. I don't know. Stop it. If you don't stop it, I'll have to punish you. Yeah. And then it cuts to the mother. He's really great with he's kids. A- <laughs> I'm like, come on. God. If that doesn't make you chuckle, man, I don't know what will. But that was... Do you have that line? No, but oh. I... Then, like... The day he uncomfortable finally, sequence, man. He finally survives the day, and then Iris shuts the doors, and it's, and it's finally Christmas party Eve, time. and it's. It's over. Time to get I fucking love that. It's Gary's dad. Who owns yes. the toy store? Who the hell's Gary? Remember that from Weird Science? Yep, absolutely. It's Gary's father. What's the actor's name? Yeah, the it's funny that some of these people actually got like roles after this. It's hilarious. What's his name? Why well, I, I don't know. Robert Brian Wilson. <laughs> Who knows, dude? He hasn't been in much. Tony Nero. Who fucks Gilmer McCormick? Is that the guy that played? Gilmer? I don't. I, I don't know. 
This movie isn't known for its fine uh, thespians. Oh, here we go. Here's the cast. Randy Stumpf was Andy. Randy Stump. Mr. Sims. Britt Leach. What was the girl's name with Andy that Andy's trying to rape? Um, Andy was trying to get on Pamela. I think that's right. Pamela that's right, it's Pamela. Pamela. So that's kind of that's the other thing that sets off Billy's rage is that you know Andy's trying to get it out with Pamela in the back. So anytime he he ties Santa Claus with sex now, do you notice that? Well, Which I makes think sense was, because of what happened. With well, I think mom. it's because like he comes back there and he sees you know him start assaulting her. And right. So it's kind of like when his mom was getting and he's Santa at this point. So he has to punish people for doing bad things. Yeah. It all makes sense. It does. It does it's in a psychotic kind of way, but... Yeah, I mean, it all ties back to the psychosis from being a child and what No, I have to punish you. You will be punished. And boy, does he ever. Poor Andy gets choked out. With the, the Christmas tree Christmas lights? lights. Yeah, I like it's that they try, to, they try to do... Yeah, and it's a great scene. But it doesn't it's, stop there. It kills, you know, Pamela. Well, yeah, like, and then he goes after Pamela with the fucking exacto blade, man. Jesus, God. Because she's fucking not very receptive to him helping out. Isn't no. She, she was like, you crazy son of a bitch. Yeah, and so, she was, so she's a goner, too. You need to be punished. But then it never really makes sense as to why he punishes the other two people in the store. No. Because they didn't really do anything wrong. No. Unless he's just, like, mad because they made him wear Mr. Sims was like, you're a noise. I think you're a noise. Iron eyes, I gotta go. Basically, every time he goes after somebody, it's a. <laughs> yeah. So Mr. Sims gets it, and the nice little old lady that works there. That Mr. Sims with. gets it with what? The hammer to the head? Yeah. Right? Fuck, poor Mr. Sims. All I wanted to do was get shit faced. Well, he was getting. He was already there. He yeah. There, so. That boy could drink. What do you say to. What do you say to. Um, Billy? Stick with me, kid. Yeah, stick with me. Drinking straight Jim Beam. Yep. Nobody could stay with anybody drinking straight Jim Beam. <laughs> no one. That's awful. If you were drinking that shit straight, oh, good God. Was Billy drinking? I can't remember. Uh, Billy was drinking something. It looked like Kool-Aid, but yeah, he was drinking good. something. It was probably wine or something. Yeah. Then you have that crazy old lady with a Weird fucking store, man. Yep. I wish the, the old lady gets, just gets arrowed to death. Of course she does. Of course she falls in the fake snow. It's a pretty good stalking sequence there through the store. Oh, yeah. It was great. Because she was going to try and break the window. And he's like, please stop doing that. Please stop. Then, yeah, the arrow and she falls in the snow. I swear to God, she had to hold her breath because it almost looked like she was about to sneeze. Yeah. From the shit almost like flying in her nose. I never understood also why, Don't fall not to go back, snow. but why Andy was bleeding so much from getting strangled. Yeah, <laughs> he, he <laughs> sure did. I was going to mention that too. Yeah, the minute... He chokes him, right? I'm like, oh, okay, he's just going to choke him on. Then all that blood fucking comes down, so yeah. he must have had that on pretty There's tight. There's some pretty good gore in this. Thing. You got to see oh, yeah. the cut version, but you can, you can tell what's inserted there, the bad quality. Oh, yeah, the inserts. bad quality, and they even apologize for it before the movie begins. But yeah. whatever, I was like, I remember seeing it, the original back in the day, so this was the way to it's do really it. I remember texting you, I was like, which one should I watch? Should I watch the director? Or I'm sorry, the final cut? Um, the, the unedited version or the, or the original theatrical and you're like dude go on cut all the way I'm, I'm it's like dude it's like it's a question it's like should I watch the porn without the penetration the fucking hotel porn those are the worst I know it's like why would you bother yeah it's, it's like, the same thing with a horror film why would you bother watching a horror movie exactly when they cut it's the like blood I, need, I need to see all the blood all the gore it's just pointless yeah cause like 
I remember this movie being more hype than anything when I was a sure. kid. But like yeah. when you see this, it's like yeah, they got they got some good gore. Well, they there, do. So. I don't know if that was in the theatrical good. version or what, but it wasn't on video. So initially. So after he's killed everybody in the store, it's just time to go kill anybody else. And it never really makes sense as where he goes. He just starts killing people. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like the, well, after just, that, he goes after the sledding boys, right? That's first is the the, the uh, people at the house, the pool table fuckers. Did he do that first? Yeah. He did? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Mix that up. We don't know how that happened because like, basically you see some carolers and then it cuts to this and house. Then and then it cuts to the house with the, the boy and the girl making out. And of course, she's topless, right? Yep, Lene Quigley, like, yeah, she's topless in every movie. I'm like, all right, there, there we go. Very nice. I watched, they had an interview with her on there. Did they? Yeah, talking about this movie. And okay. it's like, she, uh, I, they filmed in Utah. Yeah. So a bunch of weird Mormons okay. out there, of course. But um, basically, she, you know, she was signed out to do nudity in this yeah. movie. And like, the other people in the movie had to be coerced into doing nudity. Really? Like, a lot of them didn't want to do it. Sure, right. I think, I don't know, she, she was talking about one of the women in particular didn't want to do nudity. It might have been Pamela Maybe or something it was like Pamela, that. She hardly but like, right so they basically had to buy her, buy her like a necklace, like really? to do it. They I'll buy you this gold necklace if you. So Lene quickly is like, it's like, yeah, it's like, I thought, geez, I'm doing a fucking full scene. We'll run around the house naked. It's like, what am I gonna get? She doesn't get shit, of course. It's like, it's like, I kind of learned in the business that like you don't give them anything up front. It's like you okay. have to kind of like get something out of it. That's great. If you agree to do it, they're not gonna give you shit. I'm gonna get a new car for this. You're not getting shit. That's Tony she, Nero, right? Is playing which no, no playing Tony Pam. Nero is Pamela. That was a lady that got killed in the store. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like you know, the only person I know in this movie is Linnea Quigley because she's been in a lot of movies. And that was the one on the pool table. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. And she had a problem with doing like she basically is saying to the, the director like, why would I run upstairs with no shirt on? There she is. To check for the cat. Yeah, I. They're like, I, oh, I get we that. need to do that because it's going to lead to the impalement scene, and you know, you're not going to have a shirt on when that happens. <laughs> Basically, they just want to see her run around the house naked. And run around the house naked. Which is fine. And what, dude, when Billy comes in there, man, it looked like he was about to, like, whip her, like, in half. Yeah. Good God. He's a little rough with her. Well, he's, like, huge compared to her. Oh, yeah. He was, like, but even the way he was flinging around, it's like, Jesus Christ, you're going to break her back, for God's sakes. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is like, he's throwing shit, downstairs. breaking through doors. And the guy downstairs didn't hear shit. Yeah, exactly. Because like, oh, he's got on. music on. He's playing that shit music. Basically, he's right here. The stairs are here, and the door is right there. It's you like, can hear the daughter coming yeah. down. I'm sorry, the his uh, or her uh, younger sister coming downstairs. And you can't hear. I know that's yeah. it's a big, yeah. big goof right there. But yeah, of course, I'm like, oh, there's deer antlers. The deer antlers scene is fucking. I'm awesome. like, we know where you're going, and sure as shit. Now that is one of those things. Like I was explaining earlier, like how you, when you watch it, you hear about a movie yeah. and it kind of gets passed around school. This yeah. movie was the one that everybody wanted to see, and like everybody's talk about it. There's a scene with this naked chick, and she gets put on deer antlers, and the deer antlers go through her boobs. Yeah, and you're like, oh, what? that's what I was told what? as a kid. I'm like, I'm like, of course you want to see this movie. Yeah, like, you're oh like, my god, it goes through her boobies. It doesn't happen. So yeah. it goes through her stomach. It does, but it's still awesome. It was great. Yeah, I just love that you can see the skin. You know, bending, and yeah. then it just kind of pokes through them. Like Classic. Jesus, Lord Almighty. That's a that's a that's a know, good one. That's a good that sequence. That's it was well probably shot. a top twenty slasher kill scene. Yeah. you know, out there maybe top ten. You never know. You must be punished. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just kind of then the boyfriend <laughs> somehow kind of figures out something's going on. Right. Which made no sense. What did he did he get thrown through the window or something? Yes. And then the glass. They actually had a pretty good fight scene between the two of them. Yeah, pretty it decent. was pretty decent. And like part of the shard of glass was like stuck in his neck or something. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. It was quite disturbing. 
They said that was rough to do because it actually was cold as shit out there. Quite bad. And they made that guy lay in the snow and he's got <laughs> fucking pants on, no shirt and shoes. That's have been a little chilly. You did a chest. good job because you, yeah. didn't, you didn't see him moving. Dude was still, man. If I was, I was like, doing that, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, uh, shaking a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, so, and then we got the sledders. Yeah, and then the other sledders, which was a cheesy ass one I could see. But it was. Nothing like a decapitated body, you know, coming and they, down the hill. These bullies, like, oh my God. Fuck you, man. We're taking your sled. It's like these bullies that take sleds. I never understood that. I don't either, but they got punished for it. Well, one of them did. Got his head it's weird because off. one of them got his head lopped off, and the other guy just like just like screams, and you never see yeah. him. And then the head comes rolling down, you know. So which I'm, was pretty awesome. I'm pretty sure the kid took off running, as would I. A lot of loose ends in this movie. Yeah, just a little bit. But, but the very next morning, what happens? Well, it's it's time for Billy to, to go get orphanage. his go get his payback. Oh yeah, yeah. it's time to get Mother Superior. But first, we have to have like one more person get killed. The cop. Well, of course. In like a 15-minute scene. It went on forever. It did. They talked about this in the movie. It's like, or the uh, behind-the-scenes features. They're like, they had this place, like they had that little cellar area. Yeah, there that yeah. It, it was creepy. Like, we got to put this in the movie somehow. <laughs> it was creepy. It was creepy. He goes downstairs. To look for Billy. To look for Billy. Obviously, Billy isn't there. You know damn well the minute he walks out. Billy's gonna fucking Absolutely. whack him. Yeah, and, and he does. It's pretty glorious. And he has that nice fall sequence, falling down the steps. Which but was well done. It was. It was. That was pretty cool. But now, words out in the street that there's an evil Santa. That Claus. there's an evil Santa. And that was a creepy sequence when Santa's above the daughter's bed. I didn't quite understand what the fuck that was all about. Well, yeah, you're right. But remember the, that? Yeah. But the creepiest, the creepiest one is when they accidentally kill the wrong Santa Claus. Well, yeah. And it's fucking a priest, who's like deaf. And he couldn't hear them screaming at him. Hey, stop it, old right there! That's that's where it comes into that you realize the screenwriter was making this as a comedy. That well, it's like sure. You just threw that out. It's like, Def let's Santa. make it a priest who's deaf. But it's just kind of funny that that totally reminded me of like Halloween in a way. Where, yeah. You know, you have the, the kid with the mask that gets fucking hit by the car or whatever. Right? That was Halloween. Yep. It's, and you feel shitty. You're like, oh my God, they just killed a kid for Christ's sakes. Yeah, this movie does kind of ape a lot from... It Halloween does. and but you know obviously it, not it's not it works. good but it works for what it is. I mean it's kind of you wonder like if you if like somebody like John Carpenter directed this movie, it'd be good. It'd be interesting if they had a good director and yeah. a good budget. You could you know obviously they take out a lot of the, the uh, sleaziness and well sure good, yeah. There's a story there that, that story. I think works. I really do. Okay, so we get back to the you know the, the final showdown is at the orphanage where Billy's finally going to get yes. his revenge on Mother Superior. Which it's doesn't happen. So nice. It was about to, but he he moves in such slow motion. Yes. You know that. So Billy gets shot. Of course. And it doesn't. You know he he, and it's kind of a, kind of cool because it's like he dies. He's dying. Well, he will always pass it on to someone. Like well, well, no, it's like, like he the says, curse passes. He's, you know, he has his great line after he's dying. Sad music. Of course. But it's not because obviously, due to those tragic events, one of the kids in there is like scarred. Do you know who the kid is? Who is that? It's his brother. Well, that was his brother. It's his little brother. See, I didn't. I didn't pick that up at all. Yeah. So we think everything's okay, and then they focus on okay. Billy's brother, and we get this. 
Nightmare on Elm Street was so inventive for its time. It's just like, it's funny that a movie like this just kind of like stuck in there. I don't want to be older, but I wish that I was like sometimes like five years older. Because then I would have been able like this to see these movies. This would have been the time I would, right. we, we would have been going to right. movies it's like fucking. Oh, we'll see Sally Daylight. We'll see Nightmare on Elm Street. We'll see all that shit. It's like that'd have been cool. All that. That'd have been cool. Yeah. My Nightmare on Elm. I'm sorry. Yeah. My Nightmare on Elm Street moment was probably on video or same here. HBO. But I yeah. remember seeing it when I was a kid. It scared the shit. I out wanted of me. to see all those movies, but that was creepy. Love the title sequence of Nightmare on Elm Street, man. That is by far amazing. So that's all the backstory you need to know. Creepy janitor, you know? Yeah. Putting his yep. little claw I mean, hand together. Well, this movie's got a lot more backstory than a lot of the slashes. Yeah. And I think it, it actually makes makes it a better movie because of that. Yeah. I suppose so. I mean, sometimes it does. Sometimes you don't want much story, and sometimes you do. Because this, this one, it really leads into why he's doing this, and you can understand it. Yeah. Well, no, it makes sense. Suppose it's just some he, crazy guy that puts on He went nuts because he saw his family get fucking off, you know, right in front of him. Yeah, the, the crazy thing I think about this movie is there's two fucking people that ruin this kid's life. Yeah. It's a fucking, the guy that robs The junkie guy that robs. robs him. And, and Mother Superior. And yeah. neither of them die. Yeah, and that's something. Neither of them get any comeuppance. I mean, we assume that the, that the robber maybe got arrested or something. Arrested, right? busted, what have you. But you never see it. You don't know anything about it. Controversy and censorship. Yeah, there was like crazy picketing for this movie. I remember that. I, see, I remember seeing like the most news. controversial films of the 1980s. Swear due to, to its advertising campaigns. Yeah, I swear to God, I saw something on like local, like it was Milwaukee, that there was some picketing. Because there was Milwaukee. a killer dressed as Santa. The PTA fought to have the film removed from theaters due to its subject matter. Well, I guess that makes sense because as a kid, you're, you know, imagine being a parent with your kids and you see this poster at the movie theater. Yeah. Oh, what's that, Dad? Oh, um. They talk about like how, how that, that, that Silent Night movie, the, the remake came out, and like nobody cared. It's like it's just a normally accepted thing now. Yeah. Nobody cared. Yeah, but back then that was that was huge. Sam Raimi was considered to direct. Really? That's what it says. I don't know if that's legit or not. And the fact that it was shown around Christmas, although can you imagine Sam Raimi doing this? That'd be interesting. He would have definitely taken out the more. He would have added more of the comedic elements. Oh to god, it. yeah, big time. Children were terrified of Santa Claus. You know Mickey Rooney. You remember Mickey Rooney? Yeah. Was he supposed to be? The, he was the one of the people that like was outspoken about how awful this movie was. Okay. No and then kidding. like a couple of years later, he was he was in Silent Night, Deadly Night Five. That wow. But I'm pretty sure that like they made that movie and like it wasn't called that, and then like they threw the name on it because it's like you know. So that was it. Most protests were generated by the feeling that the depiction of a killer Santa Claus in a Santa Claus suit would traumatize children and no. undermine their traditional trust in Santa Claus. I still believe in, I think I still believe in Santa Claus. Well, it depends on who your here. parents are, you know? There, there's parents out there that would protect you from even seeing I think I believed in Santa at the time, and I, and I didn't care. I thought it, I wanted to see that movie. It's I like, knew it was a movie. It was like, it's a movie. It's a killer Santa Claus. Give oh, me a no. freaking break. That's funny. It would traumatize children. Girl parents. Protesters picketed theater and sang Christmas carols in protest. Was Silent Night, Deadly Night one of them? Silent Night, Deadly Night. What these people never understand is that, like, by picketing and boycotting, like, you draw more attention. Exactly. 
if you didn't talk about this movie when this came out, like if they didn't do that, it would have gone away like really quickly. Oh, that's funny. So due to all of this, the film's original distributor, which was TriStar Pictures, yeah, pulled TriStar. all the ads for the film in six days after its release on November 15th, 1984. It's funny because this was like, I think it was one of TriStar's first movies, and it's like... No shit. This movie does not look like a, like a TriStar like, no, quality movie. Not at all. It looks like a cheap movie. It does. I mean, it's not It's not awful, but it doesn't look like something you'd go to, like, your big multiplex to see. And the film was shortly withdrawn from the theaters? But then it came back again, I believe. Wow. I think it got a re-release. I think they re-released it. Did they say that in there? I thought they did. I thought they re-released this movie. I think that it kind of came and went, and then, like, there was... I, there's, I thought it got released twice. Maybe I'm wrong. Film was later re-released by an independent distributor. It's funny because they're like they're May saying 1985. That they, it came back. The the wow. pro, yeah the producers were not expecting the that Santa was a killer to be controversial. They thought it was going to be with how they portrayed the Catholic Church, and nobody gave a shit and about nobody that. Nobody cared about the Catholic Church. That's kind of funny. And that was more yeah that was more risque than anything else. Yeah, because I remember shit. The Catholic Church was up in goose with the the Godfather Part Three when that came out. Yeah. Well, it goes to show you can't you can't please anybody. Silent yeah. night, sex night. What? <laughs> what the hell is that? Is that like a, a uh, rip off or not something? Not sure. Sounds good to me. Yeah, it was. Re it says re released in nineteen ninety six. Oh, the Ann Quigley. It must have been movie on her. Documentary. It's called Iris Toys because uh, Iris was the name of one of the producers. Okay, that's cool. And this was the Shout Factory, right? Or Scream Factory? Yeah. Right? Okay. They, did, they do really cool things sometimes where they do like, um, they go to locations where the movie's filmed and show what they look like today. Oh, that's cool. It's really cool to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like that. I hope somebody does that on that movie called The Pit. Yes. Well, well, well that re released kind of a special edition. We, we, Silent Night, we'll Deadly Night 5. The Toy Maker. With Mickey Rooney. Initiation was part four. What? I haven't seen barely any of them. Better Watch Out was Nightmare, or I'm sorry, Deadly Night 3. Like I said, I pretty much stayed away. Watch a remake, though. It's, Didn't it's they make a movie bad. called Better Watch Out that just came out? It's kind of like a a parody of some sorts. It's like it's, sure. a, it's a recent release. It's called Better Watch Out. I'm not sure. I'll have to look into Probably. That. I'll have to look into that. Overall, it's 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 still an enjoyable film to revisit from time to time. Yeah, just for what it is, you know. Yeah, it's, it's if you had a talented director attached to it, could you have made it creepy? Sure. Not the director of Grizzly Adams. No, no. And for as a kid though, this movie was creepy. Well, yeah. Especially the beginning, for whatever reason. I always thought, always thought she got just... Yeah, it's six of you, because it's, it's, yeah. it's disturbing. I always thought she got raped, but, I mean, you watch that with a young mind, and then you revisit it many years later. Yeah. I'm like, man, this movie's fucking cheesy as shit, but it's still fun to watch. Yeah. Like I said, I think it's, I think it's better than a lot of people give credits for, or credit for. Yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm glad we did it for our holiday movie. That's why when you were like, I don't want to watch it, it's got all this rape in it. It's like, no, it really doesn't. You're like, you're like just, just watch it again. And, and I did, so. Well, 
What would it you just get? brings back memories of being young and checking out posters at the theater. And like, oh, man, we got to check that out. And you hear the hype, like you were mentioning. It was just like you would go to see shitty movies like Three Amigos and then brag about like, oh, yeah, I saw Three Amigos last night. And you would buzz about it. And the movie sucked. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. But my best ever experience was the Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Where my mom was, I think, teaching at school or something. She had to stay late, and she's like, "Oh, you guys have to go to the mall, just kill some time." Yeah. So I saw them there. Yeah. Elm Street Dream Warriors. And that fucking. And she's like, rocks. "Don't ever tell anybody that I let you do that." And I'm like, "Well, I, at least I'm right here." It's that shit, you right across never, the parking. No, never forget. I'm right again. And that movie's fucking awesome. Crossed the parking lot, climbed the fence, went over to the mall, and the mall had a movie theater in there, and. It's like, I'll take one for Dream Warriors, right in the theater. How did they let you in? I have no idea, but it was perfect. Perfect. That movie's great, too. I loved it. Fucking Larry Fishburne. That was so much fun to watch. I think I I I landed up watching that maybe like three or four times in the theater. I mean, there's... Because that's really when I got into Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, obviously one's the best, but three is fucking awesome. Three was so much fun. It just came out at the right time. It's such a good continuation of the first one, too, bringing Nancy It's like it's the true sequel to the first one. Yeah, because part two is Part two was shit. That was was shit. Although the trailer of that one gave me nightmares when I was a kid. When Freddy jumps out of that pool in the trailer, I was like, Part two, the king of gay subtext. Yeah, literally. Literally. Classic. Okay, so what are you going to give this movie, Joe? I'll, I'll probably go with an enjoyable three. That's what I'm going to do too. Yeah, I have to. I mean, it's, it's like yeah, I feel like bad giving it three, but it's 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 enjoyable. Like I said, you still get it's a guilty pleasure for yeah. what it is. It's after you get through the haunting beginning, you know. It's but that's you know yeah, but you kind of needed it to be like that. Yeah, it sets, it sets it the is, tone for it. It is what it is. Yes, sir. It's groovy. Dun, dun, dun. Now, I know your voice is probably getting ready to go out on here, but could you possibly, we talked about it already, but what did, what did uh, Grumpy Harrison think of the new Star Wars film? Why wasn't my force ghost in it, goddammit? I think they gotta do that somewhere. Though. Oh, good God, that would be awful. <laughs> somehow, somehow well, Leia before, gave so. him the gift of the, yes, like the Jedi ways. No way. Well, they, had, they can rewrite whatever they want since they had sex. I guess. Have been, like, what was really, what bothered me the most of The Last Jedi was fucking Han's dice. Now, apparently, back yes. in The Force Awakens, it was a scene where Kylo Ren boards the Falcon after it crash lands on the, the ice planet, the Star Killer base. Okay. Um, which you can see it. it's a deleted scene and like Han's dice are like dangling I don't remember these above dice. The I don't remember these dice at all yeah yeah. In, in The Last Jedi the dice that no 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 I don't remember them like were they anything in the, the original movie in the, the apparently it was that was the dice that was used in the game where ah. he where Lando lost sure, the, sure, the sure. Falcon to. but again in the original trilogy you never see these dice so it was point it would be pointless to put in The Force Awakens because apparently when Han Solo walks into the cockpit, originally he, like, is smiling, right, in The Force Awakens, and then he goes up and he, like, dangles, plays with the dangling dice. Which plays with the dangling. <laughs> dangling ding-dong. <laughs> it came out so wrong. <laughs> oh, I got him, I got him. He's losing it. Yes. It took me an hour, almost an hour and a half to do this. <laughs> oh. yes. He plays with the dangling 
Chewbacca dingleberries. I had to get at least one. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, it's just a, it was a goofy scene, and then for Luke to use the Force, right? Yeah. And then he dies, obviously. Why are the dice still there? And then it finally vanishes after Kylo picks it up. Yeah. I don't know. You, you can pick the movie apart. But how stupid is Kylo? It just shows how dumb and immature he is because he doesn't know that he's fighting against, like, a ghost for the most part. Right? Or a hologram Luke of some so sort. so strong that he was able to do that. Yeah, but it's like, dude, you just fought Rey. You know the lightsaber was cracked in half. And why did Luke draw out the blue lightsaber? Shouldn't it have been green at that point? See, you're you're such a fan. You're picking this part. I'm just casual, so it's like I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, except for the dice. I liked it. I'm glad they cut it in the Force Awakens because it doesn't work. Because you would have seen those dice in the original trilogy. Never should have showed well, up again. Get, get used to some more stuff that's not going to work when JJ takes over the helm again. Oh yeah. At least we'll have lens flares. We'll, we'll see what happens. <coughs> All right. Well, we probably should get we'll out of see. here before you hack up a lot. Yeah. You did good though. You made it through most. Made of the it show. through most of the show, so well, I apologize I for so. hacking there. No, to no. Whoever it's all the good. six listeners to the show, you know. So we'll see you shortly for Rocky Five. Yes. Finally, so, well, and this will happen this time. We are going for it, <laughs> big time. Sadly, we are. We'll hopefully do that sometime next week, possibly. So everybody out there, have a merry Christmas. Yes, happy holidays. Happy to all. New Year and uh, safe travels. Check out our website that's been updated frequently. Oh yeah. Such as never. Well, it's updated with Silent Night Deadly. Joe is promising. I'm going to put it on. It's going to work. Yeah, as long as I can find the the perfect template that will work for this podcast, we will we'll find it. Everything about this show needs to be perfect. Yes, you can tell that we have like the bastions of quality here. We we are. We need a producer. We do. Please, please help us. No. All right. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yep. Ho ho ho. Now we got to go go go. We never played the creepy music for the movie. No, the music's pretty good. This. <laughs> the music's pretty good. It is. It's a mixture of Halloween and Friday yeah. the 13th. Decent enough. Nightmare on Elm Street? There's a little Nightmare on Elm Street in there. great to mess with people. Play music like this in elevators. That'd be great. If you could take over an elevator soundtrack and play creepy shit like this as you're going down an elevator, 90 floors, that'd be awesome. I agree. Goodbye.